Are you an educator who works with vulnerable children? Are you frustrated with trying to meet the needs of vulnerable children in an inflexible, target-driven system? Would you like to know how you can better help support these vulnerable children in your school or organization? Well, look no further. Welcome to this special podcast series from Braveheart Education. Now, please welcome your host and the author of The Teacher's Introduction to Attachment, Nicola Marshall. Welcome back. This is number 10 in our series of podcasts on the teacher's introduction to attachment. And today we're going to talk um, for a little bit about shame. If you remember back to the disturbed attachment cycle that we talked about in a previous podcast, um, when a child doesn't get their knees met continually, then what starts to happen is that um, shame develops. They start to get an intense feeling at the core of their being that they are bad. Uh, And this shame can be really ingrained and quite deep in a child's psyche and in their understanding of the world uh, and how they behave in the world. Um, So what is shame all about? It's not guilt. It's not the feeling of um, what we've done to somebody else. It's about how we feel about ourselves at the core of our being. And what it's supposed to do, shame, is it's supposed to, to, to help us to learn to limit our behaviours and to act in a certain way. Um, And the way it starts is between, um, there has to be attunement between the adult and the child. So let's think about, if I put this into a context of an actual scenario, it it might make more sense. So let's say a child of about three, let's say, is walking up the road with their parent, they're holding their hand, Uh, there's a relationship there, there's an attunement, they're having a little chat about things, Uh, They might be playing a game, singing a song. Uh, Then they stop and and, um, uh, and let's say mom or dad is having a chat with another adult. Uh, And then the three-year-old starts to walk into the road. Now what would happen then is the adult will shout at the child. If they're close enough to the child, they might grab them and pull them back. Uh, If they shout at them, then, you know, they, they will say, stop, you know, don't walk into the road. Now, that feeling that a child feels at that point in time is is shame at the core of their being. And um, it's not a nice feeling. Uh, It's it's a horrible feeling, actually. But what happens then in this kind of cycle is that the um, adult would then repair with the child. So they would then say, look, I'm sorry I shouted at you, but you can't run into the road because it's dangerous you know or we shout at them to come away from the fire or to come away from something that's dangerous so we repair we we talk to them there's an explanation as to why we've done what we've done and then the relationship continues the attunement in the relationship now what happens for children who are are in an environment where they don't get that kind of uh, relationship with a parent the cycle of socialization is very different. So to start with, the attunement in the relationship may not be there. Uh, Then very often they're shouted at for things that are basic needs. So for example, they might need the toilet and they get shouted at for that. Uh, Then they wet themselves and they're shouted at for that. And then when they are shouted at in that circumstance, it's kind of excessive shame and they and in that scenario there probably isn't any repair that happens if it does happen it would be very delayed but it probably never happens so the child is stuck then in that place of shame 
stuck feeling terrible about themselves um, and having no way to kind of, uh, of get out of that. When children experience that time and time again, later on in life, that shame that they feel um, at the core of their being comes out in lots of different ways. So, for example, it might come out in the fact that they lie quite a lot about things. Um, they may blame other people for something. So um, it's always somebody else's fault. They never can take responsibility for what they might have done. Um, they minimize their behavior. So I, I only tapped him. I didn't hit him that hard. You know, those kind of reactions uh, is minimizing what they've done. And there can be all outrage and aggression against themselves, against uh, you or the person in the environment, against uh, the things in the environment, the equipment around them and the chairs and the tables and things. They can also run away and hide quite often. So they might hide under tables, hide in the cloakroom. They also um, can have an overreaction to any kind of criticism or negativity that we might give towards them. So, uh, for example, one of my sons the other day was colouring in a picture. Uh, he came and showed it to me and I said, oh, you know, that's really good. You know, if you went a little bit slower, then maybe, you know, you, you could get that a bit neater. To which the book was thrown in the air, uh, the pens were thrown across the room and stormed out the room, slammed the door. That kind of reaction is it's tapping into that real deep feeling of shame. Um, so very often children who experience this at the core of their being, they won't put themselves forward for activities. Um, they will say they can't do things straight away when you know full well that they can, but they don't want to try for, for fear of failing. So how can we help children who experience this level of shame? Well, if you think back to the cycle I was just talking about, the real important part of that is the attunement in the relationship. We're talking again about relationship and it's about trying to keep that the attunement between you and the child um, to be really good. So whatever happens that there is that attunement again and also that there's repair. So whenever um, there is an altercation with a child or something happens, to be able to come back and do the repair is really, really important. Try and think about the language that you use with um, children like this because they very often pick up on any slightest um, bit of, uh, of language or the tone of voice, the kind of things that we say that might tap into those feelings that, that they have. So think about, you know, not using uh, phrases like none of us would do that or we all feel that because they may very well not. So if you say, you know, if somebody's going to show some anger and you might say, oh, well, you know, none of us would do that, would we? Well, for a child who does do that, that is just going to tap into their shame. Uh, another thing that we can do is validate their feelings, as we've talked about earlier in the PACE um, model understanding that for children who feel this they need to know that it's okay to feel bad about themselves we don't want them to stay there we want to help them to feel better about themselves but you have to validate their feelings first in order for them to be able to move on uh, and finally to help them to contain their reactions so very often they will need somebody with them to contain that so if you know that something has happened with a child let's say they've had an outburst 
and then we try and kind of calm them down. They need somebody with them um, after that. They need us to contain those reactions for them. So it may be a case of having somebody with them for the next 15, 20 minutes, half an hour to help them to settle into the next activity. Um, I heard somebody say recently that when we get dysregulated, it can take hours for our system to come back down to a, a kind of normal level. For children who've experienced a lot of stress, their baseline can be a lot higher to start with anyway. So for them, it's going to take a lot more to come down to a, a good baseline in terms of their stress. So that's the end of today's podcast on shame from the teacher's introduction to attachment. I look forward to um, having you with us again when we will be looking at identity. Thank you for listening to this podcast, part of a special series introducing the teacher's introduction to attachment. To order your copy of this book, go to www.teachersintro.com.